Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Hello and welcome to a special mini-sode of Ye Old Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting. And joining me today is Jenny from It's Murder Up North. And before we begin, I'd like to give her the opportunity to tell us a little more about herself and her show before we start the game. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on. So my show is called It's Murder Up North, and it focuses on crimes that happened in the north of England. I started it about two years ago, and yeah, really love podcasting, love the community, and I get to meet great people like you, so you know. (laughs) Yeah, I think... When I started my podcast back in June of 2020, I think you were one of the first podcasters that I ever reached out to because I listened to your show and I think you were like the first person that kind of like pulled me into the community. So thank you very much for like... Uh, You're doing a great job. So, you know, I was blown away by just listening to your first couple of episodes. I thought they really got some of you. Thank you. That makes me blush a little bit. Oh. So what got you interested in starting a podcast? Um, there was a number of things. One of them was, like, I think I say it in my um, trailer, that I was geographically connected to a lot of the places where these things happened, like Leeds with the Yorkshire Ripper, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you just you hear little bits and you want to know more about things, and that that's mm-hmm. just me. I want to know more about everything. Um, yep. And... It, I think the main catalyst for me was I'd injured my knee and I was getting very depressed and I just needed an outlet. And sure. I thought, right, well, I've got this love of, you know, learning about true crime and I want to present the victim's story. And I thought, mm-hmm. nice, I've got all this time on me and I can't move because my knee won't let me. Let's start a podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's where it came from. <laughs> Well, lucky for us, you injured your knee because you have a very great podcast. So not that I want to be like, good job hurting yourself, but, (laughs) but, but good job, knee or not. Yeah. That was a weird way to say that. It's a nice positive spin on it. There you go. It's a positive spin on injuring oneself. Are there any cases you've covered where sort of the outcome just like really frustrated you I think it's I'm gonna talk about the one I'm releasing this week because what really frustrated me was he got away with it and he Mm -hmm. went on to commit more crimes and that frustrates (sighs) me 
you know yeah. when when the police know that they're the they're the guilty party everybody knows they're guilty but they've mm. either been let go by the court or they can't have enough evidence to commit you know to actually charge them with anything and it's so that's what, what frustrates me when you know yeah. that they're guilty and they can get yeah. away with it again oh yeah that stuff is so frustrating like yeah exactly and i'm sure all of us having in the true crime community have encountered at least one case like that where yeah. we're just like okay so yeah yeah i hear you on that one is there a particular case that you sort of recommend our listeners check out first or one that's like really stuck out to you i know you have a nice back catalog oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate this question because i can't pick one episode because yeah. they're all so different and they all focus on a different person so yeah. I'm going to turn it around on you which one did you like listening to <laughs> uh, I've liked so many of them and I feel like one that really stuck out to me and I feel really bad because I cannot remember the child's name but I think as I explain the case to you you will know exactly who it was it was the one about the little boy that was abducted by the two small the two children yeah and taken uh, to the train tracks yeah. james bolger that was my very first two episodes yeah that's, You're going that's back one that i'm <laughs> yeah. going back way far in the catalog but that's one that's always stuck with me yeah so I think with that one, I get do get even though it's the first episode, I get a lot of people com- commented on that one because it is such a horrific crime. And I think at the beginning of it, I say how my little brother went missing in the shopping centre. Mm-hmm. And roughly, it was about six months after it had happened, and my mum was so panicked. And at the time, I had no idea why she was panicked until I got yep. older and realised he was the same age as James at the time. Yep. And it was a similar situation. Luckily, we found yep. him, but it was horrific what happened to James. And it just, yeah. that devastated me just covering that case. And yeah. I picked it for the first one. I don't know how I managed to. <laughs> hit the ball swinging, just hit it yeah. out of the park. Like, just start off swinging. It's like, I can't remember what her first case was, but I remember listening to the first episode of Paige's podcast, Reverie True Crime. And that was like a horrific case. Oh, and I remember she... listening to it. I and think I was hers just was, like, the t- <gasps> was it the Toolbox Killers? I think, I think it, it was. It was a Toolbox yeah. Killer. And yeah, oh, she, she's amazing, is Paige. She really is. Yeah, uh, she's really good. But I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a dark one. I think sometimes when you podcast, you don't actually, you write it. And it's only when you start recording and you realize how dark it is. Because you're yep. so busy into the writing and research and you don't consider how dark it is. I mean, during James Bolger one, I have to keep stopping because I started crying. And yeah. I like, and at one point I thought, do you know what? If I cry, I cry. It's, it makes it, yep. you know, at the end of the day, I'm a human being. So if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I mean, you're a human and you're a mom and, you know, so, I mean, we get it. I, yeah. I think I made the mistake <laughs> if I was listening to it while I was walking my dog and there were parts when I was like, walking and then I would like actually gasp out loud when I was listening to certain parts like really loudly like <gasps> you know and like people would kind of look at me a little bit and I'm like I'm just listening to a podcast it's fine you know like <laughs> trying to play it off you know but I think that's one of the funniest things about 
listening to a podcast when you're out and about and you've got your headphones in and like something like that hits you and yeah people don't understand <laughs> no. what you're doing and you look a little a little crazy but yeah I thought that one was very well done Thank you. obviously it's a it's a very sad case I mean they're all sad in their own way but I think it's a little bit different when it's a child yeah there's always that extra level with children yeah it always hits a little different Hi, I'm Jenny, the host of It's Murder Up North. If you're curious about the murderous north of England, this podcast is for you. I've lived in various parts of the north of England. I went to college in the shadow of Saddleworth Moor, where Myra Hindley and Ian Brady buried those four innocent children in the 1960s. I've worked in the city of Leeds, where the Yorkshire Ripper targeted his victims in the 1970s. Knowing how geographically close I've been to these infamous crimes, made me curious. And that curiosity became its murder up north. So join me as I delve into the cases both infamous and obscure, but always with the aim to help you see the person, not the victim. So, now that I just brought us all down... (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Lindsay, good job. Let's bring us back up by doing some Victorian slang terms. You ready? (laughs) Well, I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you can do. Your first term is ambidexter, and I can spell it for you. So it's A-M-B-I and then dexter like the person. Mm. So it sounds like ambidextrous, which is Mm -hmm. why you can use both hands. Mm-hmm. So I'd go down that route, but it's probably completely wrong. It's somewhat where you could. So an ambidexter is, and this is a quote, it's one that goes snacks or divides the profits in gaming with both parties. So another way, it's an untrustworthy double dealer. Ooh. I would never have got that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have either, but... Basically, someone who's shady at cards. Yeah. Uh, a shady card dealer. And your second one is called Nap the Tease. Like T-E-A-Z-E. Oh my god, that sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar? It is true crime related. I will give you that. It sounds familiar. <laughs> but I am I am probably going to kick myself because I've just been doing a lot of research on Victorian stuff for my, ne- for my next episode. And he's probably been in there. So, well, nap means sleep, but probably not in Victorian time. Right, just because I've been researching this at the minute, is it something to do with hanging someone? No. <laughs> but it does have to do with incarceration. Do you have another guess or do you want me to tell you? (laughs) (laughs) So nap the tease is a Victorian slang term for to be privately whipped in prison. Okay. So it's a form of punishment. Yes. Yeah. That's probably why I've seen it. Because it's all punished. I've been doing about the history of capital punishment and all the rest of it. So I've probably seen it somewhere along the way. Yeah, I'm sure you, it came up at some point in your research if you're doing capital punishment, yeah. Because I am i don't think they tend to do that anymore in prisons, or at least no. 
most of the ones that are being strictly government run. Yeah, I gave you some hard ones, so I apologize for that. It's all right. Couldn't give me easy ones. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, I would like to thank Jenny for joining me today for... Oh, kitty! (laughs) For... Can you crack the cramp word? And before we go, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and when new episodes of your show come out? So um, you can find me on Twitter at Murder Up North, on Facebook on the It's Murder Up North discussion group. I am on Instagram. I'm not very good at Instagram, but I am on it. (laughs) (laughs) And I try and release episodes every two weeks. Obviously, I've got a medical condition, so sometimes... I have to have a bit of a break, but usually Mm -hmm. every two weeks it comes out. Awesome. And on that note, as always, I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime.